I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teaching Music Online Podcast, a show where you'll find tips and strategies for growing your music studio. I'm all about automating business tasks, growing through social media, and teaching with the best online tools. Welcome, 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 especially if you are a new listener. I am so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. I apologize for a little bit of a delay in episodes during the month of February and March. My family moved to a new house in February. We actually found the house in January, bought the house, and then moved in February. So it has been some just crazy weeks over here. And now we are doing a bit of renovating. And so our house is under construction. And we got really sick in February, actually. We both got, my husband and I got these really terrible colds, and our all three of our daughters got it as well. So we are still trying to recover and just get settled, which is my excuse for being a little bit delayed in getting some podcast episodes out to you. But I'm so thrilled to introduce a topic today that is so fun and hopefully inspires many of you to do a little bit more traveling while teaching. And that may or may not be full-time travel. Maybe it is just having a little bit of mobility so that you can go visit family members for a week in another location, or maybe you want to go to another country and bring your instrument along. There are so many opportunities now as online music teachers that you can travel and still maintain your music studio. Today's review is from TMO member Lisa Bailey. She left this review for the podcast on iTunes. What a wonderful podcast this has been. I have enjoyed listening to each episode and have learned so much through each one as well as the TMO course. Carly has a way of simplifying tasks to make them so accessible and easy to implement with her easy-to-follow step-by-step approach. My teaching has benefited from her expertise, and I have been able to streamline my lesson so m- lessons so much in my studio, both in my teaching and in my administrative tasks. I have grown in my confidence with technology, and my students love the new things I try each week. Thank you, Carly. Thank you so much, Lisa. I love having you inside the membership. She always has such amazing ideas to contribute to our community. Why would you want to have a traveling online music studio? Having this kind of mobility would allow you to teach from anywhere. This could be RV travel, visiting friends and families in other areas, or world travel, which is what I did with my family for three years. There is a lot that goes into this, but it is 100% doable. And I would even say now it's even more doable because of all the new innovative technology and resources we have because of the pandemic. And it's just a really fun way for you to take your career and your studio on the road. I'll be talking about four main areas of traveling while teaching. These areas are studio prep, gear for travel, finances for travel, and marketing for travel. Okay, so the first category is studio prep for travel. We're going to go through a couple of things that you can do to prepare all of your resources so that when you're traveling, you have everything you need with you. And for some teachers, if you've been teaching in a traditional studio, maybe at your home for the last decade or or longer, You likely have a lot of materials, maybe you have games, you have things that are right there in your studio for in-person and online students that it might feel a little bit overwhelming, the thought of just teaching from anywhere and not having that same access. So let's talk about how you can still have access to all the resources that you need. 
The first thing is to get all of your resources online. Google Drive is incredible. It is free and it's a way for you to have access to all of your files, curriculum, um, everything that we're going to talk about, you can basically have organized within Google Drive. If you don't know what that is, all you need to do is create a free Gmail account. Within your Gmail account, you can access YouTube, Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Sheets. All of the Google Suite resources are right there. And I've used Google Drive for now. I mean, probably 12 years. And I have all of my materials, all everything I've ever created for teaching, whether that was in schools or keyboard classes or choirs or piano lessons or voice lessons, everything is within my Google Drive. And if you can get it organized from the start, starting right now, then you're setting yourself up for a lot of success moving forward because you can find everything. Another great thing about Google Drive is you can simply do a search within your Google Drive, if you're looking for a specific student or a specific piece of music or document, and it'll find it for you right away, which to me is way easier than trying to go through a bunch of filing cabinets. Digital method books. There are a lot of digital method books out there and digital resources through marketplaces, as well as composers that we all love. Carol Matt's Interactive Piano Method, many of you know how much I love her method books. I think she combines traditional with modern so perfectly because she has a modern approach to teaching, but she still teaches in a traditional way, meaning she still goes through theory and technique and composition and sight reading and all of those fundamentals of music that we really need in a lesson. We can't skip those things. But she combines them into her method book so that it's really fun for students. SuperScore is an awesome app for iOS that allows you to download digital music. And they kind of take digital music to the next level in SuperScore. The music, you can actually zoom in and out and it adjusts to your screen. You can play the right hand or the left hand. You can transpose the music. You can add the metronome. Your students can play along with the music. And as they are playing along, it'll wait for them to get the notes right. So there are just, there are some amazing features of SuperScore that if I were starting a student from the beginning, I might use SuperScore. And if they have an iPad, it'd be a great resource for them to learn the to learn how to play through their piano on the iPad. The piano guys love their music, especially for teenage students. Really fun pop songs kind of turned classical. Awesome resource and their stuff is all digital. And then the Faber Atlas subscription is all of the Faber books, so all of those piano adventure books that we love that you get access to on their website. And so you can actually just look at any book you need and you can screen share it with your students so that they can see that music as well. I know a lot of teachers that have loved the Faber Atlas subscription, which they came out with finally. We've wanted it for years, but they finally did that during the pandemic because everybody needed digital music. The next topic for studio prep for travel is getting your curriculum digitized. And this actually is not maybe something you've ever done before, but if you have a specific method for teaching, maybe it's all in your head right now, but you always know what comes next for their books, for their theory, when you incorporate pop music or Disney music, what what is the path for teaching that you use and can you 
put that online so that when you're traveling, it's just less work for you. That's something I also did before I traveled was I created my digital music curriculum so that I wasn't spending as much time in studio management or in studio lesson planning. Um, a digital curriculum is so worth the time and effort. I often think about how when we, if we are teaching in a school, like if you're, if you are in charge of a music program or you are doing keyboard classes or maybe you're doing elementary music, especially elementary music. Think of how many method books there are out there for elementary music teachers. I mean, it's incredible the different kinds of curriculum you could use to teach new concepts. And I think as piano teachers or voice teachers or whatever instrument you're teaching, we can absolutely provide that for our students. And it gives you a much clearer direction and picture for where you're taking students. And it's just amazing for because you have way more flexibility when you're traveling. You're not having to spend all of that time planning. Student scheduling. Make sure schedules are a little bit flexible. This is one thing for travel that you may need to be more flexible with with your students. If you have a large studio, you might not be able to get that flexibility. But one idea is to have for travel, I, let's see, I think it was Mondays and Tuesdays. I didn't have any students so that I knew we could always fly on those days. We could always be flying to a new location or doing our long road trips on Mondays and Tuesdays. And my the rest of my students were scheduled the rest of the week. I also still had that flexibility for rescheduling students to Monday or Tuesday if I did have something come up on a different day or if for, for some reason I couldn't get great service, I could always reschedule them for Monday or Tuesday. Recording instructional videos or pre-recording your songs that you teach is an amazing way for you to substitute you demonstrating music for the students. This is something I spent a year doing and you don't have to do this because you can actually just use my library of videos. Um, I recorded all of the Piano Adventure music and just put it on YouTube, put it in a YouTube library so that when I was traveling, I could open those videos and play them for the students. And then I could also send that link to you from YouTube to the student to practice with during the week. So it ended up being this um, amazing resource, not just for during lessons, but also for students to have access to during the week. So if you have a specific method book you really love and you're thinking you might not always have access to your piano, you can actually just record that music beforehand. I just had a GoPro above the keyboard and I just played through each song and I was not a perfectionist about it or like performance level in any way. I just tried to make sure there were no mistakes and then I had good rhythm. And then sometimes I even include a few tips at the end of this me playing the song in there so that I could just let the video play for the student when I assign them the song. And within most video calling software, you can share videos with the student and it shares the audio to their computer. So that's just another tip. If you haven't done that yet, be sure you're doing that. Okay, our second category is gear for travel. What do you need to have with you to make lessons work? The first thing is obvious, it's your instrument, some compact compact type of your instrument. Um, if you play piano, you could get a MIDI keyboard, or if you're doing RV travel, you might even be able to fit in a full-size keyboard into your RV. I am in touch with a few teachers who are doing that right now, and I think it's just the coolest thing ever. Um, I traveled with a MIDI keyboard. It's an X-Key Air, and it was three octaves, and I would be able to play, demonstrate almost anything for my students via my MIDI and the YouTube channel. 
you need a good pair of headphones. Even I actually like headphones that plug into the to the laptop um, because I I still don't feel like Bluetooth headphones are as reliable and as direct as headphones that plug into your computer. But if you have some Bluetooth headphones you love, that's totally fine. I just tend to still go towards in-ear plug-in headphones so that I get so that there's no latency or delay with the student. You need a laptop or an iPad for streaming live video. Um, a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air, those computers are so, um, oh, what's the word? They're so durable and reliable. That's the word. They're really, really reliable. And especially if you can get one with a new M1 chip, they work really, really fast. They're just amazing machines that I strongly approve. I, I mean, recommend. I just... They're amazing. We've used them for years, and I actually have one of the new ones with the M1 chip. And I'm amazed because the fan, there's not a, there's not any loud noise running while I teach or while I'm working, which that does make a big difference through your mic. If you've got a computer that's really noisy, that's going to be um, a hindrance to your lessons. So that's just a recommendation if you are out looking for one. Don't go buy one if you can't afford it. Maybe work it into your budget for the next year. But if you are looking and in the market for new equipment, I have the MacBook Air. I think it's the, yeah, it's the new one. So it's 2021 and it's awesome. You need a cellular data plan with unlimited data or a lot of data provided each month. I use Google Fi. Google Fi allows me to do a hotspot to my computer from any country. So even if I'm in, for example, when we were in Australia, we were in a camper van, I would use my hotspot to my laptop for live lessons. And I would just say make sure if you are traveling that you will get service wherever you're traveling to and that you have a data plan that you can use a lot of data with. So if it's unlimited, that's even better because then you can just do a hotspot to your computer so that when you're in the vehicle or you're in an RV or you're in an airport, wherever you are, you can still work. Next on our list for gear for travel would be a compact chair or a stool. Um, having a little stool that spins with a pad on top would be probably ideal because it's small enough for an RV that you could just put it underneath a table. Or if you have a lot of space, get a, get a chair that you're comfortable with. I know it's a funny thing to mention, but if you're like trying to create some makeshift station for you to teach from it's going to be pretty uncomfortable if you're like sitting on your bed or you're sitting on a couch that you're like sunk down into um, those are just things to be thinking about moving forward that's if you're doing rv travel if you are flying to other locations it's most likely you're going to be staying at a hotel or at airbnbs where you'll you'll be fine you don't need to bring a chair with you to those places Okay, the next topic is finances for travel. And I I have this in here because these are things that are often pushed to, to the bottom of our list or they're thinking about automation or what we're charging often gets it just gets put put to the to the end or it's something we just don't want to think about because we know it's a lot of work. So let's talk about it because I want to encourage you to think about these things. If you are traveling, then I would say the best and the easiest solution is to have students paying monthly year round. So you divide your tuition equally among your months. You set aside vacation weeks, whatever they are. Maybe that's Christmas and, and Thanksgiving. I don't know. And then maybe 
you have one week off for spring break, whatever your calendar is, and then you have your students paying the same amount every single month. There are so many amazing studio payment automation tools you can use. Between My Music staff and Fonz, you should be able to set it up so all of their payments are automated. You can even create a button inside PayPal that's a subscription. And that one won't cost you anything. It's just a subscription button they sign up for and it automatically has their PayPal pay your PayPal every single month. You cannot avoid the transaction fee. So unless you do bank to bank, which sometimes you can say to the teacher or say to the student, if you want to set up your bank to bank payments, I will remove that fee. If not, then I'm going to add this 2.9% fee to your bill every month because that's that's the bill for the credit card payments. So it's up to you, but that's just a thought if you want to figure out a way to avoid that fee. Typically, it's unavoidable. So don't, don't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mentioned Fonz. Fonz has a way of having you schedule your students and it has the parent set up the payment through their phone. And this way it's automated. You can even set up like a cancellation policy, a cancellation fee, all of those things through Fonz. A lot of our teachers in Teach Music Online in, the, in our coaching membership have been switching over to Fonz and just raving about it. So I will put a link in the bio to both Fonz and my music staff. The last category is marketing for travel. How are you going to get new students while you're traveling? And I I bring this up because when you aren't traveling, you typically have more time on your hands to spend on social media and marketing and all of those things. So when you're traveling, you need to kind of think about it in advance, what your plan is for setting all of that up. So how are you going to get new students? What Maybe think about what is your studio cap? Are you switching from in-person to online and you only want 20 students or you only want 15 students because you're going to be traveling more? Some things that you can work on in advance would be your website. I recently did a free coaching call all about building a website. So if you want access to that, send me an email and I will, I'll just send you a replay of this call where I teach you how to build a website from scratch. I also have a brand new course called Studio Website Builder. And in that website, I actually walk you through step-by-step how to build a website. I give you all of the templates. I have videos showing you how to design it within, a, within Squarespace. So I did that because I know a lot of teachers are just pulling their hair out going, I know I need a website, but I don't want to hire someone, and my website currently just looks terrible. So it's actually way easier than you realize. You just need a little bit of hand-holding and tips along the way because that's what I needed when I started building websites a long time ago. So I want to provide that for you. Let me know if you want a replay of that video. Having your website ready to go before you start traveling will help you a lot with getting referrals and marketing, marketing through social media because you have somewhere to send them. Because you're teaching online now, you need a website. You need a Facebook business page and you need a website. Those With those two things, there are easier ways to market because you can send traffic to those places And with an awesome onboarding process, you can get students into your studio without a lot of effort. I teach you how to do all of those things inside Teach Music Online, step by step. I don't want you playing this guessing game. I don't want you to be 
stuck at the tech side of things, like how do you set all of this up? So that's what I've created in these courses is a guide to just help you get those foundational elements set up for your marketing so that your marketing happens a little more automatically and a little more easily because you have somewhere to send all of your students. What is your social media plan? Do you have a plan? Do you not want to do social media at all? Do you want to just run Instagram or maybe you just have a Facebook business page, which by the way, I think that's enough. Um, but what whatever your plan is, I want you to think about those things before you start traveling because again, when you are traveling, you won't want to spend a lot of time in your studio doing that management and marketing. So if you can do a bit of prep work, if you're before you go on a long-term trip, you'll your mind will just be at ease and you'll still be recruiting students. I hope that these ideas have been helpful and that it has got you thinking about the possibilities for traveling while teaching your instrument online. I also want to tell you that I'm proof that this can be done. I did all of this in, let me think, what year was it? 2016 was when, 2016 and 2017 was when I prepped for full-time travel. And if you want a recap on that, if you look, go back to the very first episode of this podcast, you'll hear my episode of my journey to teaching online and how I taught and traveled the world while teaching online. I know that it can be done and I know that it takes a little bit of prep work, but all of those things actually for the prep will help your studio regardless. So all of the things I've talked about are really good things to think about with your studio management, your studio time management, and whether or not you travel full-time, maybe it's just a trip on for a week here and there, I think it's good to think through all these things and make sure you're set up for it. We are so lucky to live in a time with this incredible technology available to us at our fingertips. Thinking back to when I started teaching online and then traveling while teaching, I was using Skype and I had I had a website, a Facebook page and Skype and that's all that I had and then I used Google Docs for communicating lesson plans or lesson assignments and now the teachers that I'm working with in coaching, I mean the tools are endless for crafting your perfect studio. In the show notes, I've linked all of the resources and tools I've talked about today, so check those out. Also, come and join us inside Teach Music Online if you've been thinking about it. If you're hearing these episodes and going, I need to be doing all of these things, I make it a lot easier inside the membership because we have videos and action steps and checklists and our certification that will really take you through these things in much more depth. Plus, you'll get to be a part of our amazing community of teachers where you can get even more ideas from. We can't wait to welcome you inside the membership. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have an amazing week. Who is your business coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a virtual course and coaching membership called Teach Music Online that I want to invite you to join me in. With 60 plus videos, online teaching certification, monthly live group sessions, hundreds of hours of recordings, and online forums, you'll know exactly how to create a thriving online business that gives you the flexibility and freedom that I know you deserve. Plus, you'll have the support of hundreds of like-minded teachers along the way. So when you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast to the 10x level, then come check out the Teach Music Online membership at teachmusic.online forward slash membership. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.